0: Come, Come, here. Here. Come, here.
1: Come here. Get off. Hey, y'all. Welcome to this week's episode of The Turn On. Today, we are going to give you what?
0: Meal Just bag. a tip. Oh, that too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just a tip. <laughs> a quickie. So, a Yeah. A quickie. So, today, mailbag questions. We got some really interesting questions this time. So, I hear. So, Killa, take it away.
0: Okay. So, our first question reads, so I'm 25 and living in a small but major city. I got out of a long time entanglement when COVID hit and just have been trying to get back into dating. I'm somewhere in between dating with purpose and just fucking because men are trash. I was talking to this one man, but we stopped because he was inconsistent, so I broke it off. He hit me up and wants another chance. To be clear, the head and dick game was always bomb, but should I do it? It's like I need to get broken off. I'm just off my period and I got a fresh way. (laughs) Lord have mercy. (laughs) Do I just need to hop back on the dating sites or give this man another chance? He's not terrible, but I hate inconsistency. I'm also not trying to raise no grown man who can't communicate, but it's a pandemic and Dick is not just as available as it used to be. Help."
1: (laughs) Mm. So, For me, I think. It's not a difficult question to answer once you figure out what the fuck you want from this mm-hmm. person, right? Because
0: this person seems to not quite be entirely certain.
1: Yeah. So, like, if you're like, hey, I want some dick and that's all I want, then yeah, give him a chance because it's a panty. Ain't nobody trying to, it's hard finding someone new, right? But to me, if, you're trying to determine whether or not you want to give him a chance to actually be with him, be with him, then I mean, that's not something you you're gonna have was. to do. I'm gonna say
0: no, eh, no, <laughs> it, inconsistent niggas stay inconsistent,
1: yeah. And if he ain't consistent in the beginning when shit's gravy, mm-hmm. he ain't gonna be consistent later on. What do you
0: think? Uh. I mean, I say no all around because here's the thing, right? Even if you just decide that you want this person for dick, they inconsistent, so you can't even count them to be consistent dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if all you want is somebody who you can call when you need it, who you can trust to be safe and to you know, be taking care of themselves in the middle of a fucking pandemic and not exposing you to other people's germs, then maybe you need to find somebody who you can trust to be consistent in that way too.
1: Mm. This okay. person is
0: already showing you that that's not who they are. Okay, or yeah. you could just hit it once and keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess just at this point is uh, at this
1: point in the panty trying to date is just yeah a whole situation. Mm-hmm.
0: And I say that as somebody who has regular dicks, so yeah, I like take that and shit with a massive grain of salt
1: and understand I'm the one without regular dicks. So right, right, yeah. For sure. So we come from different sides of the tracks. Yeah, (laughs) per se. But yeah, so I, you know, Erica, single, don't have consistent dick. I say, if if you're just giving him another chance, like to give you some dick, then by all means, give him another chance to give you some dick. If you're trying to have a relationship with a nigga, Mm -hmm. no, he's shown that he's inconsistent.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So yeah,
0: yeah. or just have sex enough to get to take the edge off, and then you can use that. That them enough to clear your brain and then
1: actually go do some work.
0: Exactly. And you can get on the apps and do whatever and find somebody who you can actually trust with your heart and your pussy. And your pussy. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. Next question.
0: All right. Um, So, I'm a bi woman trying to date in a pandemic. I haven't seriously dated a woman since my college girlfriend, but I've slept with a couple in the last four years. I want to date more women, but can't seem to find anyone out there. It's not that I'm picky, but I am. I went on this date Friday with a woman and it was a straight six out of 10. She hit me up saying she wants to do it again, but something fun like paintball. The issue is she lives an hour away and she suggested that our date be even further away than that. I know there's not many women out here today, but an hour just seems excessive for a date, especially when I don't really see it getting serious. It's just, I feel like it could be just on and off fucking. What I know is that I won't drive an hour for pussy and I wouldn't predict. So should I cut it short? What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, no? at this point it feels like you are just entertaining this person because just because. Yeah, because you're yeah. like, I want to date a woman. I you know, like it's it there's no like the way you described it definitely described it is just I'm here for the free for the uh cheddar Bay biscuits, right? I'm here for the free bread, <laughs> so i would I would cut it off just because it it sounds like and I am queen of this. it sounds like you you can end up in a situation where you're like in deep with somebody and they're like, I love
0: you and you're like, How the fuck we get here like, eyes all big and shit, like oh my God, exactly, so yeah, yeah, I'm with you i I feel like um. Ain't no sense of playing with her emotions. Like, if you ain't into it, then you ain't into it. And damn, have I driven an hour? I have driven an hour for dick.
1: Girl, I didn't just driven an hour for dick. I done driven to Philly for dick.
0: You, yeah, you did. <laughs> um, mm. But it was because I really wanted it. And then yeah. when I didn't want it anymore, I didn't do it anymore. And, and it wasn't a
1: consistent dick for me. It was like a, somebody up here, I'm going to have some sex. Yeah, but it's not yeah. like a, we. Fucking regularly,
0: yeah, yeah, and I'm driving Uh,
1: constantly up there.
0: Yeah, like I I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck with her emotions. Like you said, it was a six out of ten. That's mediocre. I don't want mediocre nothing. Right? Like not no mediocre dates, not no mediocre fucking, not no mediocre connection. Why do it to yourself? Like I'm sure you can find another woman somewhere out there who Mm -hmm. you want to actually fuck more than a six out of ten. Yes. So, So, yeah, yeah.
1: And if the date is six out of 10, ain't no telling what the sex is like.
0: Mm, Right. Because if you don't have that spark, right. If there's no chemistry, then eh, why bother? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Okay. Next up, uh, I'm very sex positive and pro ho. I'm also pro pro choice and pro damn near everything else. When I have the sex conversation, Lord, when I have the sex conversation, I usually state three things. One, the number of partners I have. Two, I'm not on birth control. And three, I wouldn't have an abortion if I got pregnant. I've already had one, and I just know the physical and emotional stress it takes. I know telling men I've had one makes them take my statement more seriously, but am I oversharing? I also want to normalize abortions because I believe it is normal. But is there a line? Mm, it's a great question,
1: girl. I was about to say you sharing too much by telling them the number of partners you've had. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> I don't. I don't. No, it, they didn't say that I have, or she doesn't say that I have. Well, no. Oh, that on, I've
1: had the number of I people that that's in rotation currently. Exactly. Okay. They say yeah. have. I don't think that that's oversharing. Um, I think that it gives everybody a you know a
0: level playing field. Yeah,
1: like this is what we're doing. This is where we are. And I mm-hmm. think that a lot of I think we'd all be a lot better if we could actually have those conversations to start yeah. with, right?
0: I think it's super mature. Um and obviously it also kind of puts your not your politics, but like what's important to you right up front. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that they respond will also tell you a lot about who they are and yep. whether or not that's somebody that you want to further engage with. And. Um, it's interesting because there is a such thing as giving too much information I, you know, once I started learning about boundaries and relationships I learned that there can be people who have no boundaries And those are the folks who tell you every single thing that has ever happened to them On the very first phone call that you have And then you have to wonder about how much they share all the time with everybody Mm -hmm. And whether or not that's a relationship you want to get into Um, but I don't think that this is that I think that this is being really clear about what's important to you and give and then hopefully they are also giving you their take and it opens up great conversations too um, about where their head is at. So no, I don't think it's oversharing at all.
1: Yeah, I don't think it is. I actually think it's a really good practice.
0: Mhm. Yeah. So, so
1: share on. Share on. Person share on.
0: Yeah. All right. All right, here's our fourth and final letter from the mailbag.
1: This should sound messy. All
0: right. I'm really not over my ex nigga. No lie. He was sleeping with me while he had a pregnant wife, which was a shock to me, and got me pregnant. Mm. I was 24 and he was 33, so I knew I didn't want to stay pregnant, and apparently neither did his wife. Fast forward a couple months and boom, I find out he has two kids already, nine and ten. Like nigga, Shit. I teach that age group. What the fuck? I know hanging out and talking is just a bad idea because I honestly don't know how you can betray someone and deceive them like that. But what do I do? And how do I get over it? I already have a therapist or it's a therapy, and she says it just takes time. But it's been like six months. Hmm. So there's two questions here. What do I do? And how do I get over it? (sighs) Well, okay. So first of all, what do you do? You leave that nigga alone. (laughs) You I mean, this is ground you know, I block niggas for I don't know, saying that they outcome me as a cat. Yeah, like (laughs) like that's you don't need a reason to block a nigga but this nigga has given you all of the reasons to block them
1: mm-hmm.
0: so i mean first i think what you do is you cut off contact this is a person who has told you that they don't have a problem lying, lying to you about fucking life like kids
1: like, like how you missing a whole like person two yeah
0: Whole ass people that that already that like they came out your balls. That yeah, did, like nah, um, nah. The, I don't, This person does not deserve to be in your life and to have another chance to lie to you. And they've done nothing to show that they. As, as far as at least not what you included in the letter to show you that they wouldn't do it again. Like yeah. Yeah. You gotta
1: get this nigga out your system. You gotta like act like he don't fucking exist. You need to block him. Like if his name is Jeremy, every Jeremy on the streets you need to avoid. Like get this nigga out of your system and then remind yourself of like what he did from like a not to me, like I don't know him, but like a imagine if this your girlfriend was telling you this story. Right. You'd be like, girl, you might know him. The dick might be good, but the shit ain't right. So just remind yourself that you deserve more, and that if you lie about this shit, what else would you be willing to lie about?
0: Right. I mean, your therapist is right. It does just take time. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Niggas be wilding, and honestly, a lot of times, the, the best way that you can get perspective and distance is to give yourself space and mm-hmm. time to get there. Um, it's interesting. Like I still have moments where like the other day, I was in the bathroom, I don't clean the tub or some shit, and had a flashback to some ignorant shit that I let a nigga say to me. And then I had to stop myself and say, Hey, you didn't let him say that to you. That is something that he chill- he chose to say. Mm-hmm. Now, your reaction was what it was, but you wouldn't go back there and reminding myself that, yeah, this was fucked up and this was years ago, and that shit popped back up on me, which is why I say, yes, it takes time, but giving yourself that space to, to It's like meditation. When they say when the thoughts come at you, just let them go on by. When you mm-hmm. have thoughts of this nigga, just let, let them go them on by. Go. Don't pick down. up your phone, don't go on the IG and look at no photos, don't send a text, just let them shit flow by and recognize that they don't mean that you want to be with him or that you need to be with him, but the thoughts just sometimes pop up and that's okay. But you don't have to act on, except for to keep that nigga out of your space. Yep. Yeah. Those
1: and, are, that's a really good, yeah, that's a good way to put it, girlfriend.
0: Yeah. Let them just go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week's mailbag episode.
1: So this is Eric and Kayla, two hoes making it clap.
0: I don't even try anymore.
1: Yeah, I went too fast.
0: <laughs> this episode was produced by us, Kenry and Erica, and edited by Ballistic. The theme music is from Brazy. Now you can support the turn on and get off. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app, then drop us a five-star review and you'll be entered to win something that's turning us on. Just post your review and email us a screenshot at theturnonpodcast at gmail.com to enter. Our Patreon page is also live. Become a supporter today and you'll gain access to lots of goodies, including the Turn On Book Club and two-for-one raffle entries. And don't forget to send us your book recommendations and your sex and related questions. And follow us on Twitter at The Turn On Pod and Instagram at The Turn Podcast. You can find links to books, merch, transcripts, guest info, and other fun stuff at TheTurnOnPodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening and we will see you soon. Bye.